Nolan, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing fine. How about you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Nolan. I'm doing wonderful. Well, good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I haven't talked to you for a long time. I haven't seen you in a long time. You don't get out yeah. anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't get out anymore. That's well, I don't get out much myself. Uh, Nolan, thank you for calling in. Neville, I need you to help tell Nolan's story real quick. Now, I don't really care what you guys talk about, but for the first 60 seconds, if you could just introduce Nolan to my nationwide Canadian and worldwide audience just to let people know his age, his background, how long he's been doing it. Me and Nolan talked a little bit on the phone and said that he uh, used to go to the Chicago International. Just just give a little bit of Nolan's background. I know that you, you two have a relationship, so it, it's going to work better if you two have a little back and forth. So. I started, of course, I'm 73 years old now, but I I started, uh, I'm from Illinois, little town on the prairie. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, my folks, uh, they fed uh, cattle and farm. It's pretty much flat farm. No cow, gra no grass on our, our farm. But uh, anyway, that's how I started. I uh, always rode the train with my dad out west to Nebraska and Wyoming. And uh, uh, he bought uh, long-tailed yearlings back in those days, and they were always Herefords. And and I, we'd ride out there on the train and go through the ranches, and then go to a few uh, big uh, livestock auctions there, and uh, and then uh, come back. And the cattle that uh, my dad bought would come in on a train. And back then, everybody had fences, and and uh, we had a farm right there at the right at the town of La Prairie. Matter of fact, is the where we unloaded them was right in the edge of town. This is a little town, but we unloaded those ranch-run Hereford uh, long-tail yearlings down three miles of gravel road and had help watching the the turns and and the crossings and everything and ran them into the lots. But that's how we, that's uh, that was my first experience uh, with cattle, and we had hogs and sheep. And anyway, um, I. You know, I've been doing this a long time. I've slowed down a lot on on the the showing part, but I still trade a little bit. But we told the story of the 1972 Denver steer, and then just briefly touched on Conoco winning uh, Chicago International in 1969. I don't care how you answer the question, but just talk about that 60s and 70s period, the introduction of Charlotte cattle into the show steer game, and then I don't know if you had any knowledge of that steer getting. Uh, painted from white to black, but just oh, anything yeah, in that time period. I, yeah, as far as Conoco is concerned, back when I was in high school in the mid-60s, and I would skip uh, old uh, Russ Brannon. Uh, he got me a job clipping when I was in, I was just like 15, and uh, he got me a job going to Minnesota, Lake Minnesota, and that was I was I tripped there for Henry Walzer with a couple older steer and and uh, cattle breeders that were showing steers at the time. And uh, anyway, long story short, on the Charlet end of it, uh, the last year before I had to go to the service, I was married or was getting married, but I I was clipping the first Charlets that really I actually ever had anything to do with as far as on the steer end of it. 
And uh, that group was the first Charlay's Henry Walls we've ever sold. And he'd always sell 100, 125 hit. It was always straight Angus before these. And then all of a sudden there was 50 Charlay's steers. Boy, they were nice. And and uh, Conoco happened to be one of those calves. And I go to I go overseas, go to service in in uh in sixty nine and uh in the June of sixty nine I go to service and then I'm over there and I get a letter from Henry Walzer that Conoco and they named him Conoco that won Chicago International. I still got a paper clipping out from that. And then uh, of course when I got back uh uh was in uh 1970 of June, June 1970s. And, uh, anyway, um, year later I went with Tom Klingner and I, and of course, Elvin Miller, of course, he was a good friend of mine and he, I, I watched him when I was showing steers when I was a kid at, at showing at, he was showing at Denver and, uh, Chicago and Kansas City. And anyway, Klinger and I drove out there in Klinger's GTO back then. Of course, Klinger's from <laughs> Illinois, from my county, originally. Anyway, we go out there and see that black steer. And, and, uh, so that, so Eldon, after he got, he didn't get the money from McDonald's on that steer, he called me up right after Denver and asked me if I'd be interested in his boys, two steers for that summer. I said, sure. So I met him in Copax, Iowa and, and picked those steers up. And one of those steers happened to win the Illinois State Fair that summer. So he got some of his money back. So it was all, Illinois Steer Show was always the champion, the open champion, always the one that sold. And I, I showed in 4-H one year. I figured, heck, might as well go in where the money's at. I, I learned that when I was pretty young. You know, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. I learned. From several so, guys that I've been involved with, but anyway, that's my experience with those two steers, and they were yeah. some of the most famous that ever showed, and they would still be good. So, just uh, give me some perspective before uh, Eldon. God, I've had about three hours worth of conversation with him this week, and I still ain't uh-huh. sure he's going to give me an interview. But uh, before Eldon started the National Livestock Exhibitor. I mean, he just uh-huh. ran cow. He just ran cows, or he traded steers, or what was his occupation? He was, he showed shorthorns mainly back then, uh, you know, years ago, and he was real competitive. But on the steer end of it, he he showed always had blue roans, and I thought, man, that was a, that's how I got to know Ellen because I was so intrigued with his blue roans, and they're always about every time they're blue roans and really pretty, you know, dark blue. And, uh, anyway, that's, uh, but he was in the Shorthorns and he, I remember him showing at Chicago and, uh, well, all those major shows. And then, of course, Steers was his, uh, main thing with, as far as for the, when his boys, his, uh, boy was showing, you know. And, uh, but that, that Big Mac was the last steer he ever showed and I got his son's two steers that he was going to show that summer. And luckily, we win the Illinois State Fair with in the open show, and he sold there. And uh, it was in 1972 that Big Mac won, and then this uh, steer won in the summer at the Illinois State Fair. So 
He bought, I think, 11000 Jim Horsley so had reserve. you and Bob may have a, a lifelong friendship of some sort. If you could just talk mm-hmm. briefly about Bob, uh, that'd be one thing that I know people would want to know about, and then you and Kenny can have a little conversation. Yeah. Well, Bobby and I, of course, we knew each other back in the uh, uh, 70s, mid-70s, and both of us flipped with Hilberts and both of us were showing steers or my daughters were starting, you know, just starting and, and, uh, in the seventies, my older daughter was. And anyway, um, we were kind of competitors, but we kind of, we kind of went to the same, uh, steer consignment sales. And, and then of course he showed in Wisconsin, we bump heads at, uh, Kansas city. And, uh, we ended up teaming up, uh, We'd keep our steers together at Kansas City, and we'd go to Louisville and, and compete. We were always buddies, you know, but but show, uh, show day, we were, it was game on for both of us. And we traded oh, yeah. winning our share, you know, every, you know, every other fair or so, show or so. But anyway, it was uh, then 1980, uh, we just decided, heck, we might as well have our own plug cast sale because both of us were, out west looking at calves and finding the calves. So we put together our first uh, club calf sale in 1980, and we clipped them at my place in Illinois and then had a, had them set. We sold at the, at the, in a fairgrounds at, uh, in Illinois there that they, they'd build a sale ring and everything for us to come in there because it was a nice fairgrounds, but they didn't have anything set up like that. that we had the first sale in there and I had, I was working with North American Austin Company. That was Stanley Stout and Kurt Rogers and uh, Bud Sloan. Of course, Bud's the one that started me. He was in my county, too, at Dormac Angus. So I got a lot of history with him. He was the one that actually got me going on this whole, I blame everything on him now. So anyway, <laughs> and then Stout, Stout didn't help me. <laughs> really dumb question, but I think you'll enjoy answering it. In their prime, who is better, Stanley Stout or Steve Bottom? Well, Stanley was the best back then by a good bit for speed, and, and he everybody liked him. He was pretty sharp and fast, you know. And, and say Steve Bonham's right up there with him right now. Isn't that right? Yeah, just probably, a, probably a different delivery in terms of Stanley was kind of a codgy old guy with a big old belly and, and uh, a little bit shorter in terms of stature. Probably couldn't tell that up on the auction block, but the old colonel, I mean, he... he he, he commands the sale whenever he's uh, chanting up there on the auction block. But yeah, it's probably a little bit different delivery in the way that they well, during yeah. their prime during their prime them. years. I mean, yeah, Steve's as good as there is now. So yep. you know, put it yep. that way. You know, Stanley right. uh, had the sales that Steve ended up after he passed away, and Steve got yep. some of those sales that Stanley had in the club club calf world. You know, and, uh, I think Stanley kind of set the precedence with all these. Yep. Uh, livestock auctioneers, don't you know what I mean? That, yep. He just kind of, I mean, he was just, there was him and everybody else at that time. And, yep. you know, yeah, back then. So I started with the two best auctioneers, Kurt Rogers and Stanley Stout and yep. Bud Sloan. And, and I had crews clipping all those, you know, Kenny, Kenny knew that, you know, of course, he's a little younger than I am, but he knew Bud, I know. And, yeah. And, yep. uh, but, uh, you know, Bud was, 
Bud was the jewel now for everybody liked Bud too and he ran after Dormac Angus. He he went to uh manage the livestock at Kansas City, American Royal. And but he was Dormac Angus was in my county. That's how Plinger and I started with Bud Sloan. So most people know Plinger too, but he didn't get out like well, he gets out. You know, but he he doesn't he, he still gets out, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve Cruz and Tom Klinger, those two names I had heard for a while. And I don't know if you- before he was married. Long before he was married. We're only talking about pre marriage time. Uh Tom Klinger. <laughs> just how much of a ladies man was he? <laughs> but anyway, I can tell you I can tell you a hundred stories about that Anyway, I won't say any more. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I've known Nolan. Heck, Nolan, I think I met you when I was, oh, it had been like 82 or 83. It was in Farmer City. I come down there with Bob. Um, oh, he did, right. Just started yeah. buying steers from Bob. And, that, boy, that was the thing back then. I mean, it, I mean, if you really wanted to do something or be somebody, you wanted to steer out of that Farmer City sale. I mean, that, that was just. Yeah, that, that sale and then uh, Hilbert's is right the yep. next night, see, and Gilbert's yep. ended up hiring Stout from us, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. not from us, but after we had our first sale, then Hilbert hired Stout to do his, and and Hilbert's always wanted to out-average ours. I don't know if he ever did. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't either. It's been awful hard. You had some good ones there, but that's where I, that's where I come into uh, that's where I got to know Nolan, and I just just over the years. I mean, we've worked together a little bit, and I mean, it seemed like yeah. we were always running into each other there for a long time. We were we were uh, by that Lemmy deal when you were in that deal for a while. Well, we when we were, I had uh, other bunch uh, Virgil Rubicon and uh, Stan Coley's limousines at that time. Yep, you'd have a yep. string tied right across from me. You were with. We were uh, Butt to butt in Denver, uh, straight yeah. creek. Who were you? Who were you with? Who was that yet? Uh, that was straight with. creek. Straight yeah. creek there, yeah. there in Alabama. Alan Petzold yeah. managed that deal. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember you guys had a blower about every head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we had more tackle than cattle most of the time. Up and hell, we were trying to walk through there. You had. Five blowers, six blowers out there in the middle aisle. Got them all tangled <laughs> up. And people were turning off blowers and turning on certain blowers that nobody had the hose up. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was one of the, I mean, I knew you before that, but, but it's just, just the idea. That was, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was young. I was young. It was fun back then, though, wasn't it? Really. Oh, it was. We had a we had a big time back then, and I, yeah. I mean, just at all those you know, shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at all of them. Um, on that last podcast, I was on a Matt here a couple weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. We were talking. Uh, Matt asked us what you know one one of the best heifers that me and the other guys had ever gotten ready or been involved with. And I mean, uh-huh. the first one, and, and I mean, you, you'll probably agree with me. The first one that came to my mind was Harley. Yeah, yeah, that. I mean, yeah, you that, helped that on thing, her. Yeah, 
Yeah, as a, as yeah. a calf, and then that was in Milwaukee, wasn't it? The Junior National was in I, Milwaukee that year. The Junior National was, yeah, in Milwaukee. I bought yeah. bought her as a calf that that yeah. uh, spring At Louder, from yeah. from Louderman. Everybody, yep. I nobody else was going to get that heifer, and every, and and uh, and anyway, I got her bought before she showed, and then I run into Tucker and he I said, Let me show you a heifer. I had I had other people I was thinking about selling her to because I was asked about it, but I ran into Tucker and of course I've been working with Tucker all the time anyway. Yeah. I said, Let me show you a heifer and and that and uh he went over there and he liked her and I priced her and he said, uh, would you sell half of her? I said, No. I said, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Anyway and then uh, he came back. He found uh, Wes Hudson and showed her the heifer and said what the deal was and the price. And Wes said, "If you don't buy her, I will." So that's Tucker uh, <laughs> ended up getting a bot. But but of course I I stayed with her, you know. Of course, and then she got bred to Midas, my bull, yeah. and uh, and then. The rest was history, you know, but, and oh, every sure. one of her babies, I mean, she sold a two and a half million dollars worth. Of oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, everything that pretty much everything Tucker showed, I mean, them few years that I helped him was, yeah, back to her somehow. Yeah, they'd run her, 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 her daughters or whatever. Good part yeah. of the time. Yep. And, yep. And then those granddaughters out of all those three cows <laughs> had one. Yeah. And still yeah, I mean, win. Yeah, they're still. I mean, people still want them. Yeah, that was incredible. Saw, that was an incredible run. I saw Shelby uh, last weekend. I was up at Yakley's, and she's she's I think fourteen there now, and she's still boy. She looks good. <laughs> she oh, still really? looks good. I think she's wow. about done. But you know, but she'll die there, and they'll bury her right beside uh, Harley. Yeah, Harley. Yeah. Yeah, so that uh, that was a good that was fun too back then. I mean, yeah, we've had a lot of fun, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I tell you a little fun. I'm gonna tell you a little funny about Noah. Now this it, it had a big impact on me. He probably don't realize it because I've I've made fun of him a time or two about it, and I'm not the only one. But I, it did have a big impact on me, and people are gonna think this is crazy. But if there's two things that I am ain't all about at a show still to this day it's making sure that their tails stay brushed out mm-hmm. and their the hair and their ears aren't all gnarly and nasty looking. Yeah. Nolan Nolan Flesh Nolan will get plum anal on one's ear. Am I lying, Nolan? I hate it shaggy looking. <laughs> they have every every hair on their body clipped and then that shaggy ear. That's yep. Yep. <laughs> you be getting one ready, and, and everybody will think that she, they're ready to go to the ring, and no one will be like, "No, hold, hold on a minute, hold on, guys, hold on." He'll be up there cutting hair out of the ear or something. Yeah, I hate shaggy ears. Now, when yeah, I know it, I know it. <laughs> when I'm selling those calves, when I'm showing them, I'm blocking them. But when, when I'm selling those calves, some of these people think they got to have hair, and if they got hairy ears, then they'll be more anxious to buy them. I mean, to me, that's, mm-hmm. uh, 
anyway, I'm not going to say more. Yeah. <laughs> <On that one. laughs> and, and I hate oh. tails that aren't done. I, I mean, even if they can't ball them up or, you know, how that we put them up nowadays, but but these comb them out. That drives me nuts. You know, and, and that's something I learned from you. I mean, I, like I say there again, I don't, don't even know when I started really noticing and paying attention to that, but it's been a long, long, long time ago. But, you know, the younger generation now, they won't pick up on stuff like that, and I guess that just upsets me sometimes. Cause well, they it's just a, think it's, it's cool. A little they think it's cool to have that shag. You know, hair is the last thing on my mind. When I'm, I want, I want a good one. And hair, yep. that's 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 just a bonus. But I want a good one to start with. And I, well, I said what I, I said earlier. I said earlier before you called in. Um, I said to Matt, I, I cannot understand. It. I just don't get it that nobody wants to clip any hair off these things anymore. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't yeah. know. I sometimes think I'm just retarded or don't know anything because I guess I get them way too tight. I don't know. Well, but I don't know why like, that is. Do you know? I mean, I, I'm yeah. just asking. You, a lot of them don't know how to shape them anyway. You know, they, they'll they have that hair the same length all over, you know, like, you know, but there you, you can tell when they're messed with, you know, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same way, you, but just like Clifton, it's, you know, of course, I was working sales all constantly for 15 years, you know, and then, and, and then, uh, hell, the last, uh, uh, sale I clipped, uh, the herd, you know, we used to clip them all the time, uh, back in the 70s and 80s and then early 90s, but, Last sale I worked was in Canada, Remitas. We did 2,000 head, 1,000 Herefords, and 1,000 Angus. And, of course, uh, we're torching some, too, you know, of course. Right. But before, you never torched anything. You know, years ago, the, uh, the Youngs were no, the you first ones to torch. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it, you never, uh, that was a no-no to torch them. I mean, like in that Angus yeah. deal, I mean, you just, you, you'd block their bellies and their tops and, You'd shear their, I mean, you'd shear them. Even like, you know, I remember like getting cattle ready for the fraternity, the Angus fraternity. I mean, everybody would have them things sheared, calves, everything for that fraternity, yeah. which is which is yeah. coming up here pretty soon. Um, yeah. But, you'd, yeah, you'd block their whole top in and their tail heads and then block their belly in and the rest of it come off. Yeah. Yeah, that... I've, Took a crew. I was with a crew down in Argentina well, about the last fifteen years, and that's in uh, July, late July. And uh, we're there two weeks. There'll be a dozen of us. We each have a different herd. And when right. I started going down there for this, one guy managed all these herds that we did. Our crew did in Carlos O'Hay down there in Argentina. Carlos, and uh, you know, you met him. Yeah, Carlos. He he judged actually. He's judged a few Angus deals here in the state. Oh yeah, Carlos Angus, and Angus. Yeah, yeah, in the states. Yeah, and uh, but of course, when you go down there, they don't want you to do hardly any clipping. And I got to where, you know, of course, I clipped them the way I want them on show day. 
they don't want any hair to at all. Of course, you know how I hate that shit, hanging yeah. know, shaggy. I shouldn't have said that <laughs> word, I guess. Maybe if this is going to be recorded. Be right. Anyway, be right. that's all right. But that, uh, I went down there, and the first year, well, we just kind of hit those bellies real quick right before they go in the ring, you know, just to kind of make them look shaped. And then they got to liking it, you know, and, and then all the other crews were starting to do it down there that were down that were always you know they lived down there raised down there right and right. some of those my crew of course i i got them to they to where they could flip and then a few other of our guys had their people the herdsmen or whatever the gauchos down there they uh got them starting to play so it made it a lot easier of course when the first right. time down there they hair off the legs and before too long, they realized, and then, of course, when we had American judges, like Jack Ward came down there, judged, I think, four times, and, and uh, of course, my herd, I always had really good Angus. We, we'd get one of the grands or both of them, uh, you know, off and on, and, uh, but, but uh, it ended up where they were starting to, Americanized most of them because we're, they're getting American judges down there all the time. See, so right, right. now they switch. Now they don't allow any any. Uh, they allow a clipping, but they don't. You can't put anything on them. You can't bone them. You can't do nothing. You just blow them out and go. <laughs> so, oh really? Yeah, they changed that two years ago, and so I don't think hardly any of our guys go down there anymore. You know, it pays oh. good. Yeah, I, I think we hollered at you one time years back. To see yeah, if you could go. I was I was wanting to go, and I don't know what come up. I can't remember what come up, but yeah, you'd asked me to go, and I wanted to so bad, and I just I never yeah. could make it work. Yeah, and people waited in line, you know, to go down there, and and old Scott Bush, he he got lined up to go with us one year, and I thought this this may not be good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Because <laughs> I know how he goes at Denver when he pulls in there. His help and oh, he go oh, out yeah. partying the first two or three nights, and they're dead. Oh yeah, and then they yeah. settle down. <laughs> yeah, but but if he went to Buenos Aires, he wouldn't even be there. <laughs> no, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd be he'd be somewhere. But he wouldn't up. be there. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be. He uh, might come in about noon or so, and we'd be done. <laughs> but yeah, I told him. I said, I don't know, Scott, but I hope you can come down. And ended up. Thank goodness he had another thing come up because <laughs> I've been responsible for him. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, you're talking yeah, about sales. You're talking about sales, Nolan. That's another thing anymore. These kids, I mean, they don't. I mean, they they couldn't imagine what it was like back. Well, you know, like see, when I was like when I was in high school or just out of high school. I mean, I went down and worked at B and L sale a couple oh, yeah. of times. R and J's, you know, deals like that. I mean, it was a whole different deal. I mean, it was it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun, and you learned. I mean, if you paid attention, you could. There's no telling what you could learn. Well, you, yeah, just like when I started with North American Auction Company, we had all the new exotics coming in. Every every one of their first 
Simmental's came in earlier, so I mean, uh, Charlotte's, of course, they were 10, 15 years ahead of us, you know, ahead of that. Right. I started in 72 with North America. That's when they started. And, uh, you know, we had all the major new breeds coming in. And no, mm-hmm. and these ranches didn't have any equipment. I, I sold a Patterson shoot just about every place we went, you know, because all these new investors that own these ranches had no equipment. But that's the way it was, you know. <laughs> and and uh, and then of course the equipment got better. We were clipping little brown handles to start with. I was gonna. I was. I was telling these guys about about you clipping. You did you ever own a set of little clippers, Nolan? Until right there here. I had. I clipped everything with the uh, <clears throat> brown handle sheep heads. Yep, and then what? Two, two and a half pair heads, you know. And then two and, I, two and a half. Inch. I I clipped with those little Andy or those little silver Andy's, those little silver ones. Okay. And okay, I didn't finish them about after a couple of years, you know. But but I tell you what, those old brand handles. I get these Simmentals in curly, you know, go yep. to Denver with them, and Clap had one that I took home to Illinois, and and I got from him and. Hell, he's a wavy-haired thing, and that's the only clip you can clip curls out. And he said, how in the heck? You, it took a while, but I, I, he right. was straight-haired when I was done. And, I mean, it, it it took a while. It took a couple washings and blow them right. That's another thing most people don't know how to blow them right to get get it ready to clip, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they think oh, you blow that curly hair straight up, and that ain't going to work. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> But that that's what's so interesting. I've seen and you've seen every type that we've had. The ponies, that's what I started with. I've got the first block and shoot I ever had made was in sixty two. And wow. I and and it's five foot long and it <laughs> hits my chest. You know, I take the bars out and but then the bars go you know, lengthways on them, you know, on the sides. Mm-hmm. But I take the top bar out, but but I have it set up just to show these young guys that my fat steers at Chicago International in Kansas City were in this shoot. Ah, can't be. <laughs> I said, well, when the belt buckle high, <laughs> but I had the only weighed you know a thousand pounds when in Chicago back then and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> but people don't realize, and then they got then they get bigger and. Then way too big, and but we thought that was right. And then they toned it down way too little again. Crip, bunch of cripples. Now they're starting yeah. to get them shaped up. I think what that's year, what we're saying now. Maybe it'll change again. You know. What year would you have had that Saratoga steer in Kansas City, Nolan? Uh, eighty or ninety, ninety uh, two or three. I don't know 92. why, but for. For some reason, that steer has always stuck in my head. For some reason, I have no idea why. Yeah, he was. He was a, every time I, he was darn good. He, he won a fair open, open yeah. show. He's a yeah. He's a red one. Yeah, he's a yellow, uh, kind of reddish, yellow, white. Yeah. 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 He, he was a good one. He, that was a good calf. Yeah. yeah, he was. I bought him out in Saratoga, Wyoming. That's where yeah. he got his name. Yeah, gosh, I can't think of the guy's name. He sold a lot of club calves. I bought a lot from 
Governor. Can you say that? Dick Eisen. I got into Tommy Williams. I mean, Tommy, uh, not Tommy Williams, but. Uh, uh, was it Dick Eisen or uh, Cal Herring? Uh, huh? Yeah, Cal Herring. No, no, it wasn't Cal Here Herring. Go. I got I got a. Steer up from him. Was it, was reserve at Kansas City. He's, he's actually a, he's actually from encampment. Dick Kaiser is from Saratoga, and then there's uh, yeah, Bill yeah. Shell. Yeah, that's where Tra- uh, Saratoga. And uh, was it was it T O Morrison? T O Morrison. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah. And then he okay. had him on the picture as a calf on the front of uh, Elvin's magazine. Yeah. And yep. then the next that's, year, that's he won the Illinois State Fair, and he's on the picture again. And he and he's turned around in the picture, see? So some of the white, and a good friend of mine, he knew I had him in there at Kansas City, and a real good friend that I won't mention his name, but he told Bud Sloan that that's not the same steer that I've got in there. It's white. That white. <laughs> Is the steer that won Illinois, you know, but but, uh, <laughs> but it was different. That wasn't the Saratoga steer, you know, but right. he was trying to get like it was an illegal steer or something. See, right? <laughs> I right. won't mention any names, but <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> but anyway, that but uh, give me give me three guesses. Just, uh, he was just uh, reserving <laughs> his division, I think. But that but uh, he was he was a real good one. He was one that. Yeah. Uh, Hartman won that year with one. So. And then my daughter had reserve again with an one that missed year. So. With uh, That was Sasha, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sasha. She she won uh, several times there. Last year I had anything to do with that I had anything to do with that showing. I sold some since was that one in ninety nine at Charlet, you know that that one Kansas City. That was the last one I had. So and I wonder I don't if anybody I wonder if anybody that's gonna to listen to this, Nolan, knows Matt Lautner, and I don't even know if you know this, that at one time Nolan Fleshner was a pretty handy sheep jock. Oh you did pretty well, I think. Yeah, Noel had several big winners. Yeah. 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 She was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I don't when think, I don't think that's when Bobby and I had steer sales. You know, and they were all summer show yeah. steer and age steers. So yeah. we quit showing steers at the state fairs and stuff. You know, my daughters, but they showed in the winter. You know, and that's when they did good. But they, but so we started showing sheep, and that's. <laughs> and I didn't know nothing about sheep, but it, you get, you get oh, my, off to the right. My aching butt, you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Well, mighty, mighty, mighty white of you. Huh? Mighty white of you to, to start showing sheep. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I knew what kind of one I'm supposed to look like, and then I found out you feed them just like cattle, but I found out the sheep cattle. Sheep people can't feed cattle, but the cattle people can feed cattle and sheep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sheep guys, he, he knew it. Right, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, you knew just a little bit about it, Nolan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I watched. <laughs> I, I learned. I still learn stuff. 
you know. And oh yeah, I do and, too. I still learn every I day. I learn something every day. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. That's Does the casualty rate casualty rate just a hair higher on the sheep though? No one. What's that trial now? and error goes? I said casualty rate a little higher on the sheep as far as trial and error goes though. Oh yeah, those yeah. darn <laughs> sheep. They they could look great at night and be half dead in the morning. You know, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> and they're they're just different. You know, they wash out if you they get too hot. You know, they get they lose their tops overnight. And just weird stuff. I don't know, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll just uh, I'll close it with Kenny. Uh, good to hear from you again and. And uh, yeah. really, we could talk all night, Kenny. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll. Uh, I need to. I need to just give you a call sometime, Nolan. We just need yeah. to talk. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, I ever, right. if well, I ever get to Oklahoma, Nolan, I'm gonna look you up. Yeah, I'm just south of Stillwater, so. Yep. 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 I know well, that, and I'll have to need to come look you up. And it's been been a pleasure talking to you again, Nolan. Take yeah. care of yourself. Heck yeah. Yeah, you too. Matt, we'll catch I'll you get. later. Yep. Appreciate you, boys. Thanks. thanks a lot, Gordy. Thanks a lot, yep. Kenny. Thanks a lot, Nolan. Yep, we'll see you. Yep, Bye. okay. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.